Okay. Hey. Ew, that's so <laughs> disgusting. That's the worst way to start. How do you uh, want to be... What pronoun do you want to be called? Josh. <laughs> Jash. Jash. J-A-Z-H-Q. I'm, I'm here with my sans Jash. Uh, from L.A. No, you're not from L.A. No, you're in there. town from yeah, L.A. I'm just visiting. You're here until tomorrow? No, I'm leaving tonight. Bitch, you said the fourth. I know, but I was supposed. No, she said, Catrice Malone, happy birthday, girl. She said. <laughs> it's only been. It's not even been a minute. You already gave a shout out. <laughs> no, she wanted to leave tomorrow um, at 5 a.m., but I was like, we might as well leave tonight because traffic is. Um, oh, yeah. It's LA. Wait, what are y'all doing in LA? It's her birthday, so we're gonna. Oh, you're having. Oh, and okay. I have to go and pay rent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you don't pay it on the first? <laughs> oh, okay. Last month, re- <laughs> a month before, I paid my rent on the 22nd. Oh, shit. <laughs> Your realty company is yeah, listening to I this. I no complaints so far, and long as they would be willing to work with me. Yeah, it's expensive out there. You just had your birthday. I did have my birthday. You turned 21. 45. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> Do you want to say how old you turned? Are you okay with that? Yeah, I have turned T-H-I-R-T-Y years old. Young. You're young. You're young. Yeah. Yeah. Because I still, I go to the club, but when I go to the club, it's just for cardio purposes. Like like dancing. Yeah. The more you slow down your body, the more like it just stops functioning the way you want it to. So as long as you keep that cardio and like you can just thrive. Josh just did a, a fucking motion. It was a thrive. It was a like chug thrive like what's it bang bang (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm just gonna turn this off and then (laughs) that's all it is if you like to make a call (laughs) please hang up uh how do you you said you uh change your your mindset kind of changed what What did you do for your birthday first let's do that okay let's do that first well for my birthday uh, i had cocaine i uh, baked some cocaine for Jada, my dog, doctor, my daughter. Your doctor. My doctor. I know, hashtag doctor. <laughs> for all the dog papas and mamas. No, I did something like fat, because I've been like eating healthy, and I wanted to... <laughs> fattening. Also, I ate did something fattening, but I wanted to eat um, a donut, because my favorite donut is a... Um, oh, wow. Apple fritter. I love apple fritters. I love fritters, too, but is that a donut? Well, it's like a fritter, but it was at a donut yeah. shop. But okay, yeah, that's confusing. Like, I'll say apple fritter donut, and they know what I'm talking about, but basically it's an apple fritter. But the, the, what they, you know how they make it? I, I don't know how they make it. They take fritter. like the leftover donut chunks from the other ones, and then they put apple and mix it with apple, and then they fry it. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. So what? it's like leftover donut chunks. That what leftover eat. donut chunks? So like if you have like a glazed donut and you got leftover dough... And you can't make a Oh, stuff. okay. I thought yeah. somebody took a bite while no. they were working I mean, and they put it off to the side. I mean, they probably do, but... Um, we know someone who would do that. Um, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so you went to a donut shop. I did. And I had a French coffee that was very high um, glycemic, which is What the fuck is that? Super sweet. Please don't say that to me. <laughs> I'm vegan. There's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pagan. I'm I mean, pagan. <laughs> No, there's a too. There's a low glycemic, which is like the more natural sugars, like coconut sugar, honey, agave, and then there's like the high glycemic, which is like cane sugar. But that's 
would lead you more prone to diabetes um, and like uh, high blood sugar uh -huh. versus a low glycemic, which still is uh, sweet, but you can um, eat more of the low glycemic sugars than the high glycemic and not be at risk as eating like cane sugar. Okay, but it's still sweet. It's so sweet. Just like stevia. Stevia comes from like the stevia plant and then you can eat Your it. dad? No. <laughs> My daddy grew plants. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out to Mr. Watson. <laughs> Man, it's only been this. four minutes. I don't know. How long we got to do this? <laughs> how long are we here for? It's uh, an hour and a half. Oh. So, I'm <laughs> oh, so, no, we'll do an hour. Can we order food? I think we can. Shut, the <laughs> Shut that shit off. Uh, so you had a, why did you choose to do that? What? The go get a donut. Why are you oh, scared? Oh, my donut. <laughs> You're, why'd you go on a donut run? Um, turning 30. Because I was, mm, What the fuck mm, is happening? I don't know. <laughs> she has a pillow and... Like a again, the homeless people at Tempe Public Library. She's wearing Victoria's Secret and she's 95. We're going to shit ourselves. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Be my friend. Let's get her in here. <laughs> Special guest. But I, I think I went because I wanted to not be at home when I turned 30. Because I had about 15 minutes left of my 30, so I went and ran to California Donuts. Shout out to California Donuts over there <laughs> on 7th the Street. <laughs> <laughs> on 7th Street and um, close to, what was that street? Vermont. There you go. That's a city. I know. That's a state. <laughs> Fuck. Just, wait. Uh, <laughs> let's rewind this shit. <laughs> if you'd like to make a call. <laughs> For five dollars a day. What? That's a lot of, money. <laughs> a lot of fucking money. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. I just want to be alone, so I took Jada. We got donuts, and then we chilled at um, um, LACMA, where the lights are. It's a Los Angeles County Museum of Arts, but they have like these um, this installation of lights, that street lights. Have you seen it? You mean a street? No, the street no. has street lights. No, it like, <laughs> it's so it big. Like, it the place like, with lights. It's hot lights. Up the upside street. down. We have to go. <laughs> no, it's like this big like uh, d uh, parameter of like just lights that you could like walk through, but they're oh. like spaced a foot from each other. Um, but it's really pretty, and they have so all the went, lights on. So I went, went there, and we just chilled and ate donuts. And I ate donuts. She didn't eat donuts. I gave her a dog treat. That had bacon in it because I am not vegan, so neither is she. What the hell would have that to do? Because everyone's saying, like, oh, you're vegan, my mama. Oh, he vegan now. He, he don't be eating, like, stuff. Grits. Yeah, grits. I'm like, mom, grits is corn. <laughs> <laughs> How's that, your mama doing? How's your family doing? She's fine. She's um, She graduated, and she's trying to go back to school to do her... Uh, bachelor's but she's still trying to figure out what she wants to do because part of her wants to go to um, to do like religious studies and conflict um, and then another part she wants to do um, African American studies or African and African American studies and then she also wants to do like um, like theology uh -huh. um, because she wants to like learn about the different religions and like really get her better understanding on religions like so she could better have conversations like with like a lot more people yeah because she's like me like i like to talk to a lot of people i'm very um annoying annoying, I'm annoying sorry. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> i can be overwhelming at times. yes you <laughs> can we'd go to the library to study and you go let's go say hi to those people over there and we did so five study. minutes later for study <laughs> that was the time i blame you for my low gpa <laughs> 
You and autonomous. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's over now. <laughs> as long as you didn't call him Darius. You Son know? of a bitch. <laughs> hey, he saw, he got his good job too. So, hey, he did, yeah. That GPA is only just a number unless you're trying to go to grad school. But Yeah. Are and you're... You? What? Are you? Am I? Yeah. No. No, okay. All right, well, so I'm good. No, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. No, but you decided to keep going. I don't know how not to be a student. I'll just say that. Um, You got your... Well, okay, I'll I'll say this. I I feel like for people that are, like, heavily invested in education, like I am, especially in higher ed, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like those are the people that tend to keep going to school so they could get a better understanding, um, unless they go into teaching. Like, a lot of the teachers that I know... Um, only stopped at like their masters, like uh, their masters in teaching, um, or the certificate. But people that are in higher ed, I feel like a lot of them want to pursue higher degrees to, because um, I think the pay raise is like maybe three thousand dollars, or but you can get like more higher positions. So yeah, what you got your bachelor's in some complicated ass shit. We first of all we, we have the same, the same major. <laughs> <laughs> we really did. <laughs> Um, no, it was in uh, family studies, human development, and then education. And then you got your master's in social and cultural pedagogy, which is still tied to education at Arizona State University School of Social Transformation. And now you're getting. <laughs> he just licked his lips at me. <laughs> I'm LL. Because... <laughs> Ew. I'm on. Okay. I'd let him sit on my head. Um, not now, though. No, maybe no, not 10, now. Fifteen years ago. It's like five years ago. <laughs> He doesn't age. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, though. Yeah, oh, <laughs> all day. And Jason Momoa. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about uh, Serena and I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to think about it. I was like, mm, yeah. We were uh, talking about which couples uh, we would have sex with. Mm-hmm. And I think a few episodes ago. And then Serena goes, Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa. <laughs> oh, damn. That's a good one. Well, they just got married, too, like, last year. Yeah. Did you go to the wedding? I was um, able to go. I I had to go to a different wedding, so who's who? Justin Trudeau and uh, no, handsomeness. It was, it was Shania Twain and um, CeeLo Green. Shania. <laughs> 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 I have a huge crush on Shania Twain. Yeah. Wait, she's Canadian. She is, and we're going to move to country because <laughs> like she, Canadians have the country accent. They do. Um, yeah. Congratulations on uh, Meghan Markle. Oh, thank you. She's from Los Angeles, too. Uh, that's not why I'm congratulating. Let's hear the Los Angeles thing. Stupid. Dreams do good. Shut the fuck up. I mean, that's really cool. She's marrying Ed Sheeran. Yeah, um, the princess diaries. <laughs> what? <laughs> we stopped recording a long time ago. <laughs> You're getting your PhD at a... EDD. What? What'd you call me? EDDDD. What's the... That's, that's a Pokemon. <laughs> EDD has appeared. E-D-D-D. No, it's in a... It's a doctorate in education, but it's a EDD. So we focus on... A lot of us focus on problems of practice versus... Um, I mean, the knowledge is new, uh, but it's very... Um, problems of practice versus, like, philosophy. You're tying a lot of theories and... Um, and concepts to a lot of things to find like something new uh-huh. but we look at current issues and problems of practice for our program in education um, and see how we can excel the field that way so I kind of feel it's the EDD is more for practitioners but there's a lot of people who do get their um, EDD that teach and do research um, but for me I want to go more into the practitioner and do student affairs but I wouldn't be opposed to teaching if I was able to do research as well too like in education 
and then the PhD are more like philosoph like philosophical based, so they do yeah. more teaching and research. My mind exploded. <laughs> what the hell just happened? <laughs> so, but you said uh, student affairs. What about student affairs, like with teachers? Students uh, well, having affairs with teachers. I mean, kind of, no, <laughs> preventing that. <laughs> oh, shit, no, I'm sorry, you're a teacher. <laughs> Not if you go to a private school, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. It's different. Um, like, what do you specifically. So, mine's more on college readiness and uh, programs mm. to help students that are either minoritized, low income, underserved, underrepresented, um, and sometimes often disadvantaged that don't have the same opportunity as other students. Yeah. Um, so, it's kind of like you have this line um, that. Okay, look at this one. You have a fence, and then you have like these little stepping blocks. Oh god! And then <laughs> too much. you have one person standing on the first block that can't see over the fence. Okay. And then you have I the second see. person that's kind of peeking that could barely see over the fence, and then you have the third block the person can see clearly over the fence. Yes. So it's getting everyone where they are to be able to see over the fence. So not changing a lot because that the person that's on the third block already has those advantages, but it's getting those advantages to the other one and two. Mm-hmm to make sure that they could see over the fence. So that's what uh, equity is, not equality. That's like equity. So it's like you're getting people to have like the same opportunities, but not like equal treatment because not everyone can benefit from equal treatment because it doesn't uh, really work that way. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to be treated like someone in, I don't know. No, you had an example. Cambodia. I was about to say Beverly Hills, but... <laughs> well, it's just like, because you have different, like, life circumstances, so it's like you want people to meet you where you are and bring mm-hmm. you up from there. People necessarily, like, in Beverly Hills or, um, like, a high-income area don't necessarily have those uh, setbacks to where, like, oh, we have to meet you where you are, but because they're already there because of the advantages and resources that they have, like, available to them, and it's likely that their parents went to college, too. Right. Um... But a lot of the lower income, underserved, underrepresented uh, students and like populations and areas don't have that. So it's like a lot of the, based on like what I've been researching, a lot of the teachers that are in these like um, high need schools often like pick out students that they see as uh, high achieving and they just work with them while they're leaving other students behind Uh because like they don't see them like like one of my students like told me like oh yeah like my teacher told me like I wasn't gonna make it and like I shouldn't like go to college and this and that that I should like try to find another trade what the fuck Um, yeah she's from south central LA but at the same time I'm just like you know like there are those teachers out there that do want to help like counselors that do want to help but if you have a school where there's like over like a thousand people in the graduating class and there's only two counselors like yeah. they can't give their undivided attention to everyone because they have to work with all this like you know what I mean like all the yeah. students so it's kind of a, a disadvantage versus you have another school like in Beverly Hills or um, like Hollywood area or something that has like over like 30 counselors and the, the graduating class is like maybe 400 so right. it's like you have more opportunities so that's what I mean by like making it more equitable it's like having meeting people are there and giving them opportunities but yeah you can wink again it's fine. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the other eye. You, you switched <laughs> eyes. What have you found um, that is the most surprising as far as what limits students or groups from being able to see over the fence? Or when you got in, it's like, oh, I kind of knew this was a problem yeah. with low income. Or um, So one of the things that I've found is uh, mental health is a very big factor that 
often isn't taken into consideration when um, talking to students about college readiness and like what it's like when you get into college, especially at um, elite institutions that are predominantly white and then um, predominantly Asian too. Um, yes, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but like certain Asian countries, like there's a, a lot of Asian countries that don't fit the demographic that also fits the underserved communities too. But they're kind of lumped in like the like oh it's like high Asian population. Yeah, and a lot of people see like that as like oh like the model minority or um, like they're excelling and um, they're superior and this and that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, mental health is like one of those things that I see. Um, is like a barricade to uh, like reaching to be able to see over the fence because you're not prepared when you come into a lot of schools like ASU or USC or um, NAU or just like a school that's like predominantly white like a lot of students of color aren't prepared to and it's not because like that's not what their classes look like in high school uh-huh. or elementary school so when they get there um, they feel kind of belittled and then there's a lot of microaggressions that happen and microaggressions could also lead, um, often lead to mental illness just because there's, like, so much at once. And um, you see the student that got different case and scenario, like, the student that was, like, getting bullied and bullied and bullied till she committed suicide. And, like, right. that story happens all the time with a lot of students. So it's just, like, what can... That's what my research is about. Like, what can practitioners and teachers and educators do to... And students, like, getting student voice and agency. What can that... What can be done to, like, better prepare them for that next level, especially at elite institutions like where like black and Latino or black and brown students like don't tend to like make it all the time. Right. So yeah. Did you feel like you ran into that at ASU? Yeah, I, th- I think with, cause like my, my first issue was like with financial aid and student loans. So uh-huh. it's like, I've still been a champion for like advocating for um, students with like uh, student loan debt and making sure that they are able to get opportunities. But um, I noticed, like, as myself as a, a, a black student at ASU, that it was kind of a hard place to be. Spoiler alert, you just told everyone you're black. I'm black. I'm black. black. <laughs> Jash is black. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think it was, I don't know, I think it was difficult being there um, and then transitioning to USC. Like, an even more put on me, like, white institution. However... Um, I felt more like a student at USC than I did at ASU just because of the resources available to you. Um, and then like the whole spirit and the traditions and the pride that they have and the whole Trojan family, like the Trojan family network, um, at USC is like very real Uh because there has been like semesters like where I was like, dang, like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for tuition. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden I get these emails like reaching out with like saying, oh, like we have this position um, that you want, if you want to do this, that'll help pay for your tuition, like a teaching assistantship or something like that, yeah. that they really go above and beyond to help. But like when I had these same issues at ASU, like when I, I did a, I asked for help, it was like limited to none. Like, oh, like that's only reserved for the PhD students and um, we can't give you this, we can't give you that, but you can also try like private funding for like basically going to like a bank, but yeah. It's just, like, very different in, like, experiences. Um, but I would say being a... Even, like, you, you'll still have, like, the racial tension at the schools. Um, but I just feel like it was less than what I've experienced at ASU, like, while I've been in USC. Uh-huh. Maybe it's because of the area that it's in South Central, but... Yeah. It doesn't... The school doesn't reflect the community it surrounds because... 
the community is black and brown. USC right. is probably white and Asian, so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For the Asians, not the whites. Um, probably like 0.1% Filipino. Damn it. <laughs> we'll still sit at the table. Uh, so we we went to high school together. And yes, then, uh, don't don't say that. We're um, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you feel uh, turning thirty? I know a lot of people fucking hate getting older. I I don't know when it clicked in my head, but I liked getting older. I mm-hmm. think maybe three years ago, I started appreciating it. Where do you do you hate it? Do you love it? Do you? I I think. I don't hate it, um, and I don't mind getting older. I look at, like, getting older as, like, a blessing to, like, be able to see, like, another, right. like, gear to do more things, to have more time with the people that you love and care about and time to thrive and do what you want to do. Um, but I kind of look at my mom um, and my dad and, like, how they are uh-huh. um, because, like, they're still, like, active, um, like, about, like, everything. Um, so my mom, like, we went to... <laughs> We went to this place in California, north of Santa Barbara, called Solvang. It's like the largest Dutch town in the United States. But they had a wine and beer walk. Oh, and, shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we went there. And my mom had, like, we just raged and had, like, a blast, like, up there. It was, it was really fun. And I don't know, just, like, seeing her, like, still be out and active, like, about these kind of things. And going to do karaoke. And going out with her girlfriend to, like, the bars and clubs and dancing and stuff. Uh-huh. Um... Like, it it makes me, like, appreciate, like, you know, like, she's in her 50s, and I'm barely turning 30, and she's still doing that. So, it kind of gives me, like, this outlook, like, I could still be doing that with people, and, because I, I, I feel like some people are, like, mm, I feel like they try to mature too fast in a way that they kind of miss out on opportunities, like, yeah um, like, for me, like, when I, if I go to a club or something, I look at that as an opportunity for me to do cardio. <laughs> like uh, they'll tell you back in California we'll go to the club like I'm just dancing non-stop like most of the time like yeah. I don't need to drink to have a good time um, I don't need to drink like to like so, like to be more social whatever um, I just do it more for like the taste or whatever like that yeah. but um, or like the social atmosphere like just to, like oh like I want to drink kind of because I feel like you like with my with me I have high blood pressure so Alcohol like lowers my blood pressure because it's a depressant, so it helps lower my blood pressure. So I kind of feel like I'm normal, like when I drink. Sometimes I'm not like an alcoholic. <laughs> like I drink very like seldom now. Like I probably have like maybe one or two drinks some like in a month, an hour, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun though. It's fun. Like I, I I look at them and I look at like my mom's friends and I'm like you know like I ain't nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would be what? Go mm-hmm. say it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sit on this microphone. Yeah, yeah that's where it stops. Because it's like, if you can do that, then <laughs> the whole thing. that's a monster. <laughs> if you can do the whole thing. Uh, what would be your karaoke song? What's your go-to if we're about to do it right now? I feel like Erica Badu Tyrone is like, oh, shit. like that, that go-to song. Like, that's a good one. Like, because I know all the words to it and like, Word for word, breath for breath, like note for note. Breath for breath. breath. Like when she takes breath. <clears throat> okay. Like, like, I'm getting tired of your shit. And then, like, you take a breath. Yeah. You don't ever yeah. buy me nothing. That was Reba. Was that Reba singing Tyrone? That was Dolly Parton, actually. Was. <laughs> Is she dead yet? No, she's still thriving too. Oh, fucking oh, Dolly. Shit. 
It's too many people. Yeah. Uh, with where the fuck was I going? Oh, so we went to high school, and then we went to uh, ASU, and then we um, for in honor of Patrick Swayze, we founded a fraternity. Yes, we did September fifteenth. <laughs> oh, uh, what what was the impact of um, being Greek for ASU. you? At ASU and then even oh, after so ASU, yeah. Um, Did that help with um, kind of feeling alienated, out of place with the bigger white? It definitely makes a pool smaller, uh-huh. aside from Greek Week, because uh, you work with the other yeah. <laughs> uh, IFC and Panhellenic too. But um, I, I think that if it wasn't for someone who was Greek, I would never be at ASU. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember Kendra? The Zeta, Zeta Phi Beta? Yes. So she was the one that brought me around to events and got me to apply to ASU. So if yeah. it wasn't for her and then my will to actually put, like, faith into work, like, I I don't think I would have been at ASU. I think I would have stopped at community college and had that want to, like, get a degree but not do it. Because, like, a lot of people from our high school kind of, like, get kind of comfortable and stagnant yeah. um, or not around anymore. But... It's like just like what can you do to be different from that? Because I don't want to. I don't like being comfortable. Yeah. Um, I feel like if I'm comfortable, I need to like do something else or like do a different path. So um, when I was here in Arizona, um, I'll get back to Greek. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to my. Like when I was when I was here in Arizona, like my job. Um, actually, no. It was a person that helped. It was another Greek, uh, Alonzo Jones from ASU, that helped me get into yeah. my master's program, and he's an alpha. And then his daughter helped me get into my uh, doctoral program at USC, but she's not Greek, but her dad is. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like seeing like how like your systems of support work that way. Um, but like for being comfortable, I, I put all my eggs in one basket like when I applied to USC. So I didn't think like I, I was like I was 99.9% sure I wasn't going to get into USC because uh-huh. um, I was like, this is a elite institution. Like, I don't know if I have the grades for it or if I'm something like someone that they're looking for. Um, but then when I got in, I was like, oh, hell yeah, because I was on the school that I applied to for my um, doctoral program. Because if I didn't get that, I would say the ASU. Uh, but that was just like me. Like, I, I didn't want to be comfortable. So I was like, I need a change. So I was glad that that opportunity happened because I wanted to move to L.A. Um, but going back to it, because there's a whole Greek um, tie to that too, moving to LA. But it definitely changed my perception of how the community is at ASU. Because once you go Greek, like this whole 85, 100,000 students becomes like very small, and like you know people, and it's kind of like you start building like a, like a family. Not saying like you're excluding new people who aren't Greek, but it's like you feel more a connection with these people because I don't say it's like it's forced friendship, but it's like you know people like who they are, like and yeah. you get to because you collaborate with them, it's more social. Um, just like with IFC and Pan, like they know each other, it's more social. Um, and I'm pretty sure their community is small, uh, like the same as ours. I know they have more people, but it's still smaller than like the number the of whole, students, that, yeah, yeah. The collective student body at ASU. Um, so just like with that, and like our brothers. Um, and moving to California and having the brothers there to take me in until I found a place to move into, um, I don't think a lot of that would have happened if I, if I wasn't Greek because I don't have um, friends. Well, I didn't have... Let me rephrase. Did I? I didn't have that many friends living in, in L.A. who were um, Greek. Uh-huh. Um, and if they did, they were very far. But being Greek, like, you get exposed to different networks and 
whether it's like this fraternity, that fraternity, this sorority, that sorority, whatever. Um, like you know people, and they're like, oh yeah, like come here. Or even if it's like um, someone I've never met, not brother, but like let's say it's like in another fraternity that um, I never met, and like they refer like, oh like I have a brother here, whatever, like that. You could stay with him, and he's cool with it, whatever. It's like, and then I could stay with him. Know what I mean? Right. So I feel like the community is like very like more familial than it is kind of um, like closed off. Like it's yeah. open and accessible and we all help each other. Um, aside from the times like where there's orgs that have drama with each other, but um, I mean, there's also those who don't. <laughs> Working with those who don't yeah. are actually trying to bridge the tides like to understand, but yeah. Yeah, I had a Javi mm-hmm. Acosta on the last episode we were talking about Greek life. And we, we touched on a different part where it's the it's really superficial at first mm. where people think they know you just because you have letters. Mm. But once you go deeper, it becomes what you're saying. Yeah. Where people help each other out. Yeah. I feel um, like it's like the whole, like when we talk about like the concrete behavior and symbolic, like the concrete is like, like you see my letters and then the uh, behavior is like where we interact and then more symbolic is like where we're actually like, I know who you are. You know who I am. Right. With, uh, when are you done? With school. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like forever? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Uh-huh. I thought you were done now. February, mm-hmm. no? I, what am I, I doing? I should be defending my dissertation in late February or early March, and then I'll be hooded um, in May, May 10th. That sounds like some Game of Thrones shit. I know. What do you mean I defending be... your dissertation? So... Do I have to talk about the process or can I just talk about that part? Whatever whatever you <laughs> want to talk lot. about. <laughs> whatever you want to talk about. I'll we can talk the, about being drunk. If you I'll, want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about how we did shots like every lunch break with my cohort. But Perfect. <laughs> um, but like when you start your program, I'll, I'll do it just in case like there's listeners out there that want to like go like higher because it's a lot of the, is the same with like whether you do not a JD but between the PhD and the EDD mm-hmm. like the route that you want to take but when you start into the program, you get accepted, you go to this lunch, and then you start meeting, like, people in your cohort, and then it's funny, because the people that I, like, sat with at the table that were in my cohort, like, we still talk to this day, because, like, oh. we did our program together, um, and also the classes you go through, so you have your um, courses that you take, like, your, basically, like, your general elective, so you have to take these, so everything is pretty much set up for you, so a lot of the times, you don't get to take electives, it's like... Mm-hmm this is like your course summary and this is what you have to take in order to graduate so you don't get to say like oh i want to take this course this course is it's just like everything's set so you have to take this you have to take this mm-hmm. you, it's not like you can take this or this as it be this um okay um, I just he's doing it. a lot of hand motions yeah. they can't see you <laughs> it's know. voice it's sound there's no video so after you go through that um you have what you have uh, called the dissertation conference and this is for the EDD, what we do at USC. So at the dissertation conference, there is a faculty there that are bringing on students to their, uh, um, to serve as like their committee or to be students in their committee. So they call it a um, thematic dissertation conference. So each professor, or each uh, faculty group, because there might be two, there might be three, there might be one, um, they have um, a theme. So one could be like, um, opportunity gaps for ELL students like English language learners yeah. or English le- uh, learners acquisition and there could be another one like um, a superintendency in higher ed or something there could be another one like opportunity gaps in college readiness and then um, opportunity gaps in um, research and accreditation or 
um, advisement. So just like different themes. And then you kind of, it's kind of like rush. You get to go through like these, uh, these different groups. And then at the end of the day, you write who you want the most. Like you rank right. them like, oh, this is my number one. This is my number two. This is my number three. And then the professors also look at what you do because you have to write this one page summary of like what you can contribute to their group and how you think that they're the best pick. And then so it's like they pick you. So you don't do interviews, but they like you write one for each group or just your number one. The top, the top, uh, the top three choices. Okay. And it's like oftentimes you may not get your top one because they're like, oh, we're only taking 10 students. And there's like 100 students. So a lot of Mm -hmm. people might want that. But it's like kind of. You have to make it, like, really good if you want that, like, person. Um, so after that, they pick you, whatever. And then you go through um, the next semester. You're still taking your, your classes. And then um, you start meeting up with your um, your committee, uh, your uh, thematic group. So the thematic group has, like, they can have, like, up to 10 to 20 people in there. Um, you're all writing your own individual dissertation, but the overall theme is what, whatever, like, whatever you picked. Yeah. Um, so after that, um, you... They tell you like, oh, like this is what chapter one is. You start writing chapter one. This is what chapter so chapter one is like your intro, like what you're doing, your abstract definitions, terms, all that. Then your chapter two is a literature review. So, like, why is this worth? Like, why is what you're doing worth studying? Um, so you look at pull all the literature in, and then you like pretty much build like a case for why you're doing it. And then chapter three is your uh, method. So how are you gonna like do research? What are you gonna do? Um, how are you gonna get your sample, your participants, your selection, all that kind of stuff? And then with those chapters one through three, you have what you call a, um, a proposal defense. And it's like you're defending why you think this is worth it. But your pro- your faculty advisor is helping you on the way. So it's not like you're... You're just on your own. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, some people are, but... Um, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, like, you have to defend to your committee. So your committee is like you pick... The, the faculty advisor is already there. Then you have to pick two other people. Um that could be they have to be tenured and they have to also be approved by that faculty advisor okay um, so like for instance mine is i have two people from usc and then one from asu oh yeah um so they sit there um in the meeting so they you have to act, uh, tell them the date and stuff they're defending your proposal and then they grill you and question you um and some people don't pass some people do pass like i passed mine uh so what they do is like you're standing up there reading like a powerpoint for 10 minutes less than 10 minutes and then they ask you questions, they grill you, and then after that, they tell you to go outside of the room, you come back in, you pass your proposal defense, and then that means you're clear to start doing research. Your okay. research and your findings is chapter four, and then your conclusions and everything is chapter five. So right now, I'm doing my chapter four and five, and then I defend my overall, like chapters one, two, three, four, and five at the end of um, February or early March. Okay. And that's like when you get the most growth because it's an open invitation to whoever wants to come. So you could have like 100 people, you could have five people in the room, you could have 30 people in the room. But after that, um, and you submit all your stuff to the USC library or the library, that's like when you're officially a doctor. Can anyone ask questions? Yeah. At the second one? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, so it's, a, it's an open forum. What the fuck? So like, why did you look at this? Or why didn't you do that? So it's like very intimidating yeah um, i was gonna say yeah so and like could the, it also be questions not really? concerning your, <laughs> your why, why don't you comb your hair today <laughs> what, what's your favorite burger place 
I'm I'm vegan, but that's when, okay. when did you decide to be vegan? <laughs> and then you a lot of times like the the most notorious answer is like that's beyond the scope of my research, uh, but that is like something that will be beneficial for someone else to study, unless it's pertaining directly to your research, because a lot of people like to sound um, very like devil's advocate like mm-hmm. um, at the things like just to get you to think beyond, but. And some of it's good, too, because it does challenge you, like, oh, like, I should have done that. But that just means, like, if you do go into research, that might be something more that you might look into. Uh-huh. So, but, yeah, it's it's not as, I haven't done it yet, but from what people tell me, um, sometimes it's terrifying with how many people are in there. And then sometimes not, because after the more people in there, it seems like the more interested they are in your topic. So, like, with my topic it's kind of pioneering the field of student agency and college readiness at elite institutions because there's no research done on it. Yeah. So. Do you get to invite people? Yeah. You want to come? When, if you tell me when Well, I think you, you told me that, I don't know the date, but I know the date for graduation, but I think you told me that you could come to one or the other. That's probably the graduation. Because the graduation's on a Thursday and Friday. In May. In May. Okay. And so what if, what happens, Lady Gaga forbid, you don't pass the, yeah, I know. Um, if you don't pass, you have to pay another uh, unit. So another semester you have to take to do it. So there's a, de- a upload date. So if you want to graduate in May um, and have everything done, like, so when you walk, like, you don't have to worry about, like, oh, like, I still have to do this uh-huh. and this and that. Uh-huh. Um you um, have to have everything uploaded by March to the USC library. Okay. Or defending everything by March. And then if you don't pass that deadline, the next one is in June, the summertime. Uh-huh. Um, so now you can still walk, um, but you still have to do more work. And then the next time after that, I think it was like September and November. Um, but I'm hoping I will be finished and I will defend in February or early March. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to say that I'm, I will and I'm going to graduate and not have any restraints or... Hell yeah. Yeah. I it's called to, being a hooded? A hood rat. <laughs> You're going to be a hood rat? You're being hood rat. You... <laughs> Again. Again, no. Camelback. <laughs> no. Yeah, but hooded is like where your faculty advisor like puts the graduation um, hood on you. Um, I saw a KKK documentary. I know what it is. But they're not white, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. The KKK is not white? Uh, well, they have well, Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> Clayton Bigsby! <laughs> and Omarosa. So. Omar- well, I'm glad she's free. No, Stacey she Dash. Stace- mm. Who's the, um, the gospel singer who said we should pray for Trump? All of them. All of them? <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Fucking Kirk Franklin. <laughs> What's the plan, or have you even thought past May? Well, my pl- uh, goal is to make sure that I have, like, a stable enough job, uh, more long-term, like a career, not um, just teaching, because teaching is kind of um, hit or miss, but it's been a hit ever since October t- 2015, so I've been um, a teaching assistant since 2015 uh-huh. um, at USC, not within my department, but it's within the Keck School of Medicine. Yeah. Um, I've been all over the place, but my goal is to have, like, a career, long-term career that's more stable instead of, like, I don't know if I get to teach this semester or if I don't get to teach this semester, but um, to do that and, like, just thrive in that. So, mm-hmm. We'll see. With uh, 
earlier you said the the teachers picking kids. Mm. I'm okay with that because because <laughs> I'm a I'm a pre-K teacher. Mm-hmm. Some of these kids are assholes. Yeah, and I'm just fuck you, man, fuck. <laughs> and then I feel bad when um, I pay more attention to one kid or I try to help them out. That was it. <laughs> well, the, it's, it, it it just sucks. And then I've I've also figured out it's not the kids' fault; it's the parents' fault. Which friends. which is it's what? That's another friend. Oh, they're friends. Yeah. Well, they don't really have friends at, well, I guess four and five, but not as much as mm. like high school. Well, I think that's also the like circumstances at home that they deal with because they're um, there's a lot of grandparents raising like yeah, the, the child uh, their daughters or sons' children. Um, and oftentimes the kids aren't like bad or troubling students. It's just that they can't pick up the materials right. fast as other people. So it's like teachers or counselors may begin to nitpick at students like, oh, like he can do this. He can do that. She can do this. She can do that. But zero not, can do this. Zero can do that. Yeah, zero is there. <laughs> but not like looking at the other students and helping them get to potential. So it's kind of like you're letting these ex- students excel, but you're leaving these other students behind just because they don't get it. But at the end of the day, you're still pushing them forward. Yeah. Not saying that they should stay, but I just feel that based on the who the teacher is, like if they're um, like really trained and um, qualified to teach, because some teachers that I've had aren't, um, uh-huh. just because like how they teach or like if you teach to a PowerPoint, this is not just in high school. This is also in um, um, higher ed too. But... It's really teaching and training teachers how to work in various like social demographics that aren't that right. they aren't accustomed to or used to because you have to know how to talk to the students and every and it's not just like oh like you go to South Central and teach but you have to teach to that specific community in South Central and train and have like a whole like collective um, like community training on what these students are experiencing, like what they're going through, because that might be different from coming to South Phoenix and teaching here. Right. Um, so it's not just like, oh, like this student may do this, but it has to be within the community. So like a community training pretty much. Right. It's not that I'm not helping the other kids. Mm-hmm. I just don't care about them no. as much as the better looking kids. <laughs> the, strong, <laughs> the stronger ones... The ones from richer families, I help them more. Because <laughs> the, the they table. give me money. <laughs> uh, when you're saying you don't like feeling comfortable, mm-hmm. why? Because I, I, I feel uneasy too when things just get stagnant. But mine is, I'm waiting for shit to hit the fan. Mm. So Like in order uh, to make the next move? or No, like... Uh, my dad was abusive or like if things if I had a good afternoon just playing with toys then my dad would come in or whatever or mm-hmm. whatever uh, we couldn't pay bills um, or whatever the shit so I I'd never appreciated a nice little time because I was always waiting right. for this thing so that I would try to do something to anticipate mm-hmm. what where does your not liking to be comfortable come from I think mine is looking from other people that we grew up with, uh, whether it was uh, high school or from, well, I won't say ASU, because ASU is not like 
you're not comfortable if you're going to issue. <laughs> 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 um, but not saying it's like bad, but like a bad like discomfort, but just like there's so much that you can be exposed to um, mm-hmm. at the university, good and bad. Um, but I think mine came from when I was working at the, I think just like, it, it's, it's like routine. Mm-hmm. So like my, I think I realized it like when I was working at the bank and then after the bank, I would go home and then go out with friends, go to the bank, go home, go out with friends, family, go home, go out with friends, whatever like that. Um, but it was just like, the, it was just like comfortable, but not like the good comfortable. It was like being like stagnant in a way. Like you're yeah, not, yeah. you're not bettering. You're not like doing it. You're just like doing it. But it's like, what is this for? Like, I'm just like, I'm doing this just to pay bills and I'm not saving anything. Um, like I'm just paying for like my car, my um, my insurance and my rent and this and that. So it was just like I don't I didn't want to be accustomed to that like stagnant comfortable life just because I know that oh this job will pay for this and it'll provide. But I wanted to get out of that to really like seek my potential because like I don't want to work at a bank. Like I, I want to go above and beyond that. So I, I think just seeing like a lot of my friends and um, other like classmates like just from Camelback, whatever, just, like, stay in these positions. Yeah. Uh, just because it was comfortable for them. Like, it was like, oh. Like, that doesn't work for me unless you see yourself and you are, are passionate about being in the banking industry and you see yourself moving up the yeah. ladder um, or something. Like, I feel like that isn't stagnant. That's, like, you... Because you want a career in that. Right. Um, but I didn't see myself having a career. So it's just, like, if I don't... If I see people having, like, it's not what they want to do. Because, like, I, when I do talk to people, like, oh, yeah, it's not what I want to do, but it pays the bills or whatever. It, it's just, like, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be comfortable in that just because it pays the bills. I want to do something that I want to do. Yeah. Um, not selfish, but just bettering myself. Well, sometimes you need to be selfish. Uh, yeah, but just so bettering it's not my, bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just bettering myself and, like, what I want to do just because I didn't, I didn't like that life for me and, like, trying to get other people out of that um life too that didn't want it but just hoping that like my story or my um i won't call it success but just me getting out like is looking at other people like you know not that i can do it you can do it attitude because that doesn't work for everyone because not everyone has like the same opportunities i was telling you but just like you can put in the effort to to do something else like you yeah. just got to make like that one move like to or a couple, but just to change. 17 like, moves. 17. Hey, any slow progress is slow progress. <laughs> <laughs> but just like to get out of that rut that you don't want to be in. Like you have to make changes. Yeah. Unless you get fired, then. Then what you the don't fuck have do you do? Like, yeah, that, no. That's that change you need. You better not come to work. <laughs> that's that change no, you need. please. Have you seen Girls Trip? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be sorry. I'll see you on Tuesday. Back <laughs> early. <laughs> no, you're not understanding what I'm saying. It's just. I know, I got it. I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> I can have the whole weekend off? Thanks. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I still love when the dick was on the window. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> Woo! Uh, something was stagnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, just that I agreed because it's some, it somehow clicked in my head. What is it? We're going to die. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be just passing the time uh, I guess just like you said like in a routine mm-hmm. when we could if you if you're able to do more I don't know if everyone is able to maybe some they can some people want to be stuck 
Oh, I thought some people are just stuck. Yeah, some people are stuck, right? They they kind of don't have a choice, which is weird. Because shouldn't everybody have a choice? Yeah. Well, I think they're stuck. Like, I have... Um, so, this friend I was just talking to, um, I wanted him to get out of his situation just to go because I'm like, you're going to be this certain age and, like, this and that. And, like, you told me this isn't what you want to do and I know you have a child, but... Um, I don't want you feeling bad just because you want to make a life for yourself and your child, but you um, don't want to let down your mom who's raising these kids, and then your uh, this is supposed like, to be a me. private conversation between you and me. And then, <laughs> <laughs> now you're putting it up. I'm just kidding. But no, it's a single father, or whatever. But yeah, just yeah. like I know you don't want to be in that, and like you're gonna be this certain age soon, and um, I feel like that you haven't been living for you, and I know you want to raise your child how you want without that influence from this and I know that you don't want your child being exposed to like what they're doing whatever like that so it's like sometimes like you just have to like honestly think for yourself and your child and like you know what like I just need to go but I know you don't want to let your um your mom like raising the two kids like by herself like down yeah just because the other mom doesn't show up whatever um but it, it was just like one of those things that's like you're kind of stuck because you don't want to let them down yeah but yeah. then you need to like kind of like have that talk with them to say, like, you know what, like, I need to do this. So it's not just, like, out of the blue. So it's, like, they get that time to figure out their shit. Yeah. Um, and you go do your own because, like, that person's, like, the youngest in the family. So it's, like, you need to not separate yourself, but just say, like, I'm going to go do this. And, like, I need to I need to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. With how long have you been going to school? Two years? Two, three years in Cali? Uh, come up, this would be the uh, third year. Or the end of the third year. So sometime, and we've joked about it a couple of times, since you were here, and then you going to Cali, you became vegan. So what? <laughs> no, you're a vegetarian. Eating cheese. Is yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. We're sponsored by cheese. We're sponsored by cheese and all the banks. So thanks for talking shit about banks. I love you. <laughs> we're sponsored by US Bank. Uh, when did you decide to become vegan? No, vegetarian, sorry. Pescatarian. Episcopal. <laughs> when did you decide to be uh, a pedestrian? <laughs> uh, I'm a pedestrian. Uh, I've been pedestrian for eight months now. Uh, I think, well, because you know I have high blood pressure. Yes. Um, and then I already have, like, vision issues. So. What? Well, I can't, like, have glasses on. Oh, I, well, yeah. okay. I didn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's vision. Like I vision guess that is vision. If I take them off, I can't read that thing behind you. I see food and drink, obviously. This says you can have food and drink here. No, it doesn't. It's cross. <laughs> You're drinking it Wait, from the security. Does it really? I can't. Covered containers. Yeah, see? Yeah. So there's whiskey in it, but it's covered. Oh. Oh, um, no. I um, help. I'd like to report. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to report. My name is Austin Cherry Holmes. <laughs> Okay, uh, you don't you don't have eyeballs. No, I can't see. A high blood pressure. <laughs> they don't work. They don't work. Help me, daddy. Daddy. Uh, ew. <laughs> You're his dad. <laughs> you are though. Um, okay. We'll look it up later. Um, but I switched. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look it up now. 
I switched when um, so I went to the doctor and then every time I go to the doctor they would check my blood every month uh-huh. and then um, when they would check it like my and my blood pressure my blood pressure would always be like super high and then I got like kind of fed up because I was like I, I'm taking like this medication and nothing's working because I was taking the first one I was uh, on was on lisinopril then they essentially uh, switched me to Norvasc uh-huh. And then they switched me to Losartan, and none of these were working. So then they put me on a beta blocker like Diltiexer, um, and that one started to work, but it wasn't working um, without the other pill. Um, and I was like, I feel like I'm putting like all these toxins in my body, and it's like I don't want to like say that medication is bad like for people. It's like fine because like for some people who are um, have like terminal diseases or things that like the medication could help with or ease the pain with. Like, I, like, that's all for it. But it's, like, for me, I wanted to switch, like, my diet and lifestyle because um, after they checked my blood, like, last year sometime, I was uh, pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. So there you're, you have, like, your A1C hemoglobin, which is, like, the blood amount or the sugar amount in, like, your bloodstream or your blood cells. Um, and if that's, like, above a certain percentage, I forget the, the, um, the what do you call that? He's making the hand motions here. Or he's <laughs> the, landing a plane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the range for it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like a certain percentage. And mine was like two percentages away from being um, having type 1 diabetes. Uh-huh. So I was like, no, 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 no. Like from Get Out. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like so, I, had, so, <laughs> I had to like switch. Like I wanted to switch my diet. So like I stopped eating um, red meat. And then I had stopped eating pork like a long time ago. Um, and then I started eating chicken. And I switched from chicken to turkey. Then from turkey just to fish. And then from fish to just no meat at all. Mm-hmm. Except for like dairy, but very seldom. Um, so I don't drink like 2% milk. I drink um, unsweetened almond milk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll eat eggs every now and then. And I'll have, uh, I have like the Greek yogurt. But I'll put that in my smoothies. But until I find like an alternative... I'll just be more plant-based. Because like I said, if, like, it, it would be like a vegan lifestyle, but I'm not advocating because, like I said um, earlier, like I don't feel early in the car, but I don't feel that it's um, it's something that people don't often think about being vegan and being like an ethical vegan, like what that entails like to cultures and traditions and religions that are sacred right. to communities that they aren't factoring in. So, like, for me, I would say, like, I'm, I have a plant-based lifestyle that I'm trying to um, trying to go to, go towards, but not be vegan. Just because, like, I'm doing this for my health. So, after, like, I switched everything, my blood pressure lowered. Um, I'm not pre-diabetic anymore. I don't have um, thrice protein in my urine, which could lead to, like, kidney mm, damage. Excuse me? Mm-hmm, yep. Thrice protein? Mm. Tray club? Tray. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, leads Wait, to, like, kidney. Thrice and, like, protein? It's, like, basically, like, where there's, like, protein in your urine. Um, and and there's not supposed to be protein? No, no. Um, and it, it, it can lead to kidney damage because uh-huh. uh, of the blockages and, like, the, the development of the protein in the, the kidneys or the, the, the stream that your urine goes through. Uh-huh. So um, after switching that, like, I went to the doctor, like, maybe a couple of months after because I know this shit wasn't going to happen, like, overnight. Like, oh, I ate vegetables and this and that. Like, can you check I my blood? I ate a salad like, last night. <laughs> can you check my blood again? Um, <laughs> but no, like, it didn't... Um, it, it came back, like, everything. Like, oh, like, your blood pressure's down. Um, and this and that. And the doctor's like, I don't know. I don't want to know what you're doing because my weight was down, too. 
And she's like, I don't know what you're doing, um, but just keep it up. I was like, what if I was doing like cocaine or something? Yeah. Like, just keep it up. Like, uh-uh. Keep um, up the cocaine. <laughs> so I told her, I was like, no, I've just been like eating healthier and like switching my diet um, and just not diet, but just switching my lifestyle. Cause that's the thing that I tell people like it's like, for me, it's a lifestyle change, not a diet change. Um, Cause I feel like a diet is like, you're trying to reach like a certain goal or certain thing. And then like, once you get there, like some people just stop and then pick up on their old habits again. So like, for me, it's just like a lifestyle change, but I've been noticing, like, a lot of people often, like, equate being plant-based or vegan or vegetarian just to, like, eating just vegetables. And I'm like, that's not true at all because I eat, like, seeds. I eat, um... Yep. Yep. That's not me. Evidence. Like, there's, like, so much you can do because I eat, like, seeds. I eat, um, um, uh, nuts and I eat plants and, um like roots and the, like the roots from like the vegetables like the beetroots or turnips or um, <laughs> or radishes but there's like so much that you can do um, with those and like there's the different almond flowers the coconut flour the tapioca flour the rice flour the brown rice flour um, then you have like your oats and your grains like it's not the only thing that like, you're restricting yourself from is like just from eating meat and dairy yeah. But that's about it. But like I said, some people thrive on that. So it's like more power to but for me to keep healthy and not to like be back in that state where I'm pre diabetic again. Yeah. Or having keep having like high blood pressure because I was in the pre stroke phase uh phase, but I have to make a change. Um and it's like I feel like a lot better, my metabolism's higher uh than it used to be. Uh, my body feels better. I've been like sleeping like more I've been pooping a lot more too. Um, I didn't ask why I'm more regular uh, I didn't about ask seven times a day. Uh, <laughs> what the? F- that's a problem. That's no, not- I, I think I go like maybe three to four times a day, like, which is I feel like is more like cleansing. So I, like, I, I you're feel going like right now. That's what I'm a, a depends on right now. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but I, I feel like I, I've been a lot better. So a lot of people have been like asking, like, oh, like can you give me this recipe for this or how'd you do this? And like, I'll usually FaceTime and like walk them through it. Like, Oh, put that much in there. Cause like, I don't, I'm not good with like measurements. I know how much I put in there yeah. but for someone else. Like, I don't know what they have, like, unless I'm there, yeah, um, yeah. unless like I make a recipe and then I'm like, then I know the exact measurements cause I'll measure it if it's good. But there's been some stuff I made that's nasty that I don't post or I don't. <laughs> yeah. Cause you usually post them on your, my food page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then some of them just like, you know what? Like, no, this, Cause I made some almond flour, no, coconut flour cookies that were very um, disgusting. Yeah, it was a waste of. Uh, it was a waste of. I didn't. It wasn't a lot of money because it was probably like three dollars to make, but it was just like a life. waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> but at least I tried it. So I, like, if someone's like, "Oh, have you ever had like almond or coconut flour cookies?" I'm like, "Yeah, don't." Yeah, don't fuck it. Do unless it. you got a good recipe, like, don't do it. Yeah. Um, What's your food Instagram? Um, Josh's Lacazine. What the? F- Can you spell that? Yeah, Josh's J O Z H S underscore L A K I Z I N N. Okay. It's like kitchen. It means kitchen. That's if people want to find it. Yeah. <laughs> it means kitchen and what? And French Creole. French. Small. Come again? What? French Creole. French. Creole. Just one more time into the mic. French Creole. <laughs> the mic just explodes. <laughs> if, because uh, uh, I have to, I have to eat healthier. Um, what? And so I, I do almond milk. I do turkey bacon. 
because I love bacon, but I'll still do like fat ass booty popping pig bacon. But like, here, here's the thing with turkey bacon. Turkey bacon has more sodium than than bacon 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 bacon. So well, there's like well, there's a lot of myths going on that turkey bacon is healthier than uh, bacon, but it's not true. But what what does bacon bacon have more than turkey bacon? They're looking at the sodium content of the actual bacon. But if you, like, for me, like, what I look at is the ingredients, like, the nutrition um, list and the factors on there, yeah, the yeah. Fa- nutritional facts on there. And then you could kind of compare the two side to side to see, like, because they, I, I feel like they put more sodium in the turkey just because it will be very bland and not, like, flavorful because, like, you know, turkey is, like, often dry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you look at the ingredients, like, back to back to the nutritional facts, like, you can find that a lot of bacon is more healthy than turkey bacon. You don't know what you just did. I'm going to eat so much bacon. I'm going to eat bacon now. Just look at, like, you could look at the comparison and then you'll have, like, your go-to bacon. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, there's a whole myth, like, oh, pork is bad, pork is this and that because, like, what it does, like, to the, the bloodstreams and, like, the diabetes and, like, um, vision and stuff like that. But it's just the type of bacon that you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, like cured versus like uncured bacon and high sodium versus low sodium bacon but just look at the ingredients list and compare it to like your, the turkey bacon that you buy uh-huh. and then look at that because there's also uh, salmon bacon that just sounds bad at least turkeys it, are on land yeah. with the pigs it wasn't that bad like it I, wasn't they sell it at Trader Joe's but I tried it and this was like my last time eating um, the fish but I, I it's very like thick and it, it's, it has a texture of, like, bacon, but it's salmon. Huh. Um, you would have to try it. It's like, I don't have the bank account to go to Trader Joe's. It's, it was expensive. Like, I was like... How much? It was like $14. Oh, fuck. For a lot? Or just like... It was like six um, pieces. Mm-hmm. But they're big pieces, though. Like, oh, I only okay. cooked two. Okay. And I had four left over. Um, but they're, like, very, like... Like, you could get one and be fine. Yeah. Like one piece and then put the rest in there and just like one piece. Like, yeah. Eat it once a month. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's good. But it's just like the same thing, like, is like coconut oil healthier than regular, like, olive oil, or whatever. But there's like the good and bads to like both of them. Because mm-hmm. um, there's like the LDL cholesterol and then the HDL cholesterol. HDL cholesterol is better than the LDL, but they're saying that the, um, that the LDL for uh, coconut oil is more than like lard and butter. Like, there you're getting oh, okay. more cholesterol. And I'm thinking, like, just because maybe... Because, like, it hardens. Um, and I feel like it kind of... The same with, like, when you drink... Um, or not... You don't drink bacon grease, but... Who you, the fuck is drinking <laughs> no, I love bacon, I said. <laughs> like, the fear that when you pour bacon grease down the drain, that it'll clog. Yeah. Uh, so, it's, like, the same. Like, well, what do you think what happens, like, when you eat, like, bacon grease? Like, it, it, it could clog, like, a lot of like airways and passages like not airways but like passages like through your yeah, bloodstream yeah. like from reaching certain things so it's just like that so like yes bacon is high more high in fat and um cholesterol whatever than turkey bacon but also it's like you that's not the only thing you should be looking at you should be also looking at the fucking sodium in it because the fucking sodium and sodium because that's what fucks a lot of people up that they forget about they be looking at calories i'm not uh calories is a measurement of energy baby like don't they look at the i also eat the cup of noodles that's pretty healthy mm-hmm. right that's so healthy. All right. Usually end. Do you want to say something before we end? We're going to end. Because we're going to go eat. I love my sans, Michael Burler. Man, I love you, sans. I miss you. Michael Lobo, excuse me. 
Oh, I am. Yeah, I'm Lobo. Yeah, you are. You forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pet, like, I'll talk to people from the past. Mm-hmm. What the fucking past? Like, I'm talking to tra- time travelers. <laughs> um, and it's still Michael Bowler, or I'm Michael Bowler to them. Do you get offended when people call? Oh no, because they don't. They don't know. But I think that's cool, like that you guys did that. I was talking to Thomas about it too, and I was like. That's, like, legit as fuck, like... Because, like, usually, like, you have, like, oh, the girl takes the guy's name. Or, right. Like, she adds the name to hers, like, so, like, like Serena Lopez, like, bowl or whatever. Right. But the fact that you made it into, like, yeah. that... Would you want your child to do the same thing? He is the same. No, no, would you, like, when... Oh, like, he, oh, when he gets whenever married, yeah. he gets married. Yeah. I would like to teach him that. Like, to change or, like, to keep it as, like... To change. Okay. Yeah, to... Because there's a lot of these norms pushed on us yes. throughout society, yes. and then it's really unfair. And so I would hope he's open-minded. And I'm going to tell him he better fucking smush. Are you raising him gay? <laughs> <I'm> re- <laughs> what? <laughs> well, um, do you I'm watch Modern always, Family? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that far. Because <laughs> uh, uh, was that Elizabeth Banks in Modern Family because she's like Cam and um, what's his face, his friends? Um and she has her son that comes over. She's like, hi, this is my son. I'm raising him gay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, that made me think, like, man, like, do people, like, raising their children, like, straight, whatever. But We're definitely going to show him a lot of different stuff. Mm. And not... Uh, and it's really weird with, like, our parents. Mm. So... And then I kind of get annoying about it. I, I buy him lots of pink stuff. And then our parents will say, uh... Well, that's that's a girl color, Michael. Why he's a boy? And I said, it's fine. It's a shirt. He's like, yes, bitch. <laughs> but we we just want him to be exposed to mm. as much, and then. Because also, like, like when they get older, then you can start letting them pick out their own toys too. Yeah. Like, exactly. what do you want to buy? Like, what do you want to play with instead yeah, yeah. of like? Because like right now, I'll be, if I had a child, it's big giving them like more like gender. Role neutral toys so they don't get yeah. like accustomed to like trucks and mm-hmm. this and that or just at least mixing the colors of some stuff right like you know people often play like baby boo boy pink or whatever oh yeah um but at the same time like it's the same with like religion like in china i feel that they have their i think someone told me that a child can't choose religion until they turn 13 Ooh. yeah so it's kind of like that that's pretty cool like that age of maturity just like when the same thing like when people this might start some controversy, but oh. like when people like get their child to get a sex change like at an early age, uh-huh. um, like I don't agree with that. Just because, like, first of all, like they're at a very impressionable age; they're still developing, they're still learning who they are. So it's like you don't want them to feel regretful, like because they're seven years old, eight years old, they want a sex change, and then now they're like in their teens, they're like, "What was I doing?" Like because it's something you can't get back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's like. To be at that age of maturity, like, when they actually know, like, there's no turning back, but not, like, when they're eight years old, like, no, I get a sex change. Because I think Pink was the one who said that if, their, if her child wanted a change, that she would do it or something like that. Oh, I love Pink, but I'm not down with that. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with you, because fucking my kids think, one of them was like, I'm a turtle. What they they don't know they're I'm just trans, kids. Uh, animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trans species. Uh, so it sure if they want to wear a dress, let them wear a dress or whatever the other way. But to cut it off or yeah, whatever to yeah. change it is 
that that's permanent. Yeah. And let, wait till 18, and then, yeah, you go do it. Like, you can pay you for want. it, yeah. But, like them. no, I agree with that. But, because, like, the brain is still developing, like, way beyond, like, 21. I think 20, I think 25, 25 is, like, where it's, like, well, it's no, still kind of not, developing, but, yeah. uh, but not as, like, uh, prominent, like, as it would before you were 25, but... Right. It's just, like, there are certain things that you don't know, but just to switch out at an early age, I'm just, like... Mm. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel, like... Because, like, you always have the generation, like, oh, each generation's getting weaker and wiser. And I'm like, yeah, we're getting weaker from your views, but stronger and wiser with the views that are coming up, whatever like that. So, I they think... They say that? Huh? They say that? We're getting weaker? Weaker and wiser, though. Like, physically weaker? Have they seen technique? <laughs> he's a <laughs> no, monster. <laughs> no. Uh, I think, like... Weaker, morally weaker from their mm. standpoints, but okay. like wiser because we know more and yeah, it's our generation. Um, like how Kanye, like old Kanye, says, like, um, <laughs> I love that has to be distinguished. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which he's, in a, he's in a something place right now. Uh, he um, always <laughs> is. Oh my god, um, but I'm gonna flash the light at him pretty soon. Um, but is that, well, because like when they flash the light, get out, get out. Of here. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, but just like I feel like it's more wiser than what our parents and parents' parents were because it's more super traditional. And I'm pretty sure that my mom's mom said that about her, and then my mom said it about me. Oh, yeah, and, like, but I feel like with us, like, I feel like we might be more open with our children about it and understanding that. And, like, we may not understand everything that they go through as they age, whatever, but I feel like we're a lot more supportive than our parents and parents' parents and parents' parents, like, uh-huh. of our of our children. Well, at least some parents are. Some are still more traditional and stuck, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I see that, because with my kids... Uh, some of the parents now, I'll think to myself, really, we're still doing that? We're mm-hmm. still using this kind of terminology or this kind of, this the trucks are for boys? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, especially with Trump winning, I was like, I can't wait for all the old, Yeah. well, not all old people, but a lot of the old people who are stuck in those ways of just, even not even just gender or sex, but even race. Mm-hmm. Or they really still think this is real, mm-hmm. or religion too. Um, it's just strange, but I do agree that each new generation just comes up with something new that we didn't even think of. Yeah, because I would say like I, I want to say like I do like the fact like weaker and wiser because like weaker from like lose, losing their morals and values that were not necessarily good, but also like to think of it being like stronger in a way too just because like we know more and like even for my mom like when she went back to um college like it changed like i feel like her life did like a 360 just because Mm -hmm. of what she was exposed to and what she learned and like you see my family that goes to college or at least back to school to get their ged whatever that like a lot of the perceptions change on how they view things so not everything is like an abomination and this and that and right um yeah so please refer to me as Chris. Don't. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, so we usually end each episode. Here we go with questions. Question. Questions. Tell me what you think about me. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, if you had my love, and I gave Maybe you all my trust, trust. Would, would you comfort southern me? Comfort me. <laughs> southern <laughs> comfort. You'll always southern comfort me. Uh, what? 
bridges do you regret not burning? Oh no, do you not regret burning? Sorry. That totally changes the meaning by yeah, switching those words. Uh, do you not regret burning? Like with people or things in general? Did you literally burn a bridge? Yeah, burn I, a <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Do you know who I am? <laughs> the one at uh, Sunsplash Golfland or the fucking thing? Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Light on fire. Um, no, with people. Um, ugh, I hate being that cliche person. I have no regrets. But um, Then don't do it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> please don't be that person. <laughs> that's a good question. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, You're like you. <laughs> <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be here right now, BH. Um, I think not everybody from high school, obviously, because we went. Um, but there's, it's really weird when you get graduate from high school. There's a, there's people who kind of are stuck. There's people who keep going in life. Mm-hmm. It's just the the people who still, and even being in the Greek community, just saying shit like retarded or faggot mm. they still think that's okay and so i i totally cut those people off like the more i went in life so i don't regret those and i'll if for some reason i haven't deleted them yet and i'll still see them on facebook mm. and i'm just saying some shit delete or i don't regret those burning those bridges yeah um i think i would be the same like with the because I've, I've done, like, drugs, whatever, in the past, but not, like, any, like, like lethal or any drugs that would kind of kill me or whatever. Um, but the people who just post about that type of stuff on social media, that it's, like, okay, like, that it's not illegal, and you have, like, kids, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't regret burning those bridges and deleting them off of Facebook just because... You're going to talk about rolling and ecstasy and tripping and, like, you got a daughter, like, yeah. that you take pictures with. I love my baby. I'll die for my baby. I'm like, you like, you're going to die for your, like, you're going to die for, uh, like, if you keep doing, like, living, like, how you living, like, uh-huh. with this, I'm like, something's got to give because, like, I don't know. I feel like it's, like, selfish in a way that you have this child that you, like, obviously don't care as much about um, if you like live the path because I understand like addiction never but ecstasy and like shrooms and acid aren't addicting drugs mm-hmm. it's just like for when you want a trip or you go to a concert or something yeah but just like to do it like repeatedly and mess up your life and your 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 cognitive um like your cognitive uh system in your brain like it's not worth it like for your child because yeah because so it affects it. them. Yeah, it's not and it just does. you. And they see it when too. You, they see yeah. it. So I don't. I don't. I don't regret like deleting and getting rid out of those people out of my life. Yeah. Like if I see them, I'll still say like hi because I'm not like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. rude ass bitch, whatever. But like, oh, let's talk about some rude ass bitches. No, <laughs> <laughs> just put them on blast. Uh, um, if you had to live uh, a ten minute chunk of your life, what ten minutes? If I had to relive. Yeah, if you could relive a 10-minute part. Can I change the scenario, what happens? Or just relive No, it's just relive. What the hell? I was like going back like, oh, I could change No, you're not going to change some shit. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to change doing this podcast. (laughs) 
Um, I relived my birthday about two years ago. Um, what happened on your birthday two years ago? It was so much fun. Like, if I could have that moment every day. So, it was when um, Autonomous, <laughs> Prophetic, uh, Fahad, his cousin Aziz, um, Ty, she's Brazilian, um, Hoops, and my friend Gustavo, Catherine, her boyfriend Josue, and um, my other friends came out for my birthday. Uh-huh. And it was in Venice Beach. And we had, like, not Venice Beach, Hermosa Beach. And it was, like, so much stuff going on. Like, everyone yeah. was, like, I won't say, like, super drunk, but, like, we were all, like, pretty faded. Like, and it was, like, no negativity whatsoever. Like, I've never had that much, like, fun before. Well, Hoops wasn't drunk. He, Hoops doesn't drink. Jared Massey does not drink. Yeah. Um, he wasn't. Uh, but he was still having fun with us, so. But it was just, like, everyone was having, like, so much fun and, like, after the nightclub ended, like, we all ran to the beach and we're playing in the water. And then, like, we're all trying to, like, get me home. Because I was, like, my thing was, like, I don't want to be saved. Don't save me. From, like, Jacob. Um, so, like, I ended up, like, in a boat. And it was in the, it was in the sand, though. But I was trying to, like, pull it to the water. Um, what the fuck? They were just, like, sitting there on the beach, whatever. Uh, but, I don't know. It was just, like, so much fun. So, I would really have, like, that ten minutes, like, after the club. Because, like, that was... Yeah. It was, the, before it was fun, too. But just, like, afterwards, like, watching, like... Like this beautiful chaos, like follow, like just like come in fruition. Like it was, it was fun because everyone was still like happy and like we still talk about it to this day. And like I'll post pictures about it, and yeah. some people have like that picture, like as like their um, their timeline um, the, picture on the back, like for yeah. a while. Yeah, but yeah, that was I would relive that ten minutes after that because it was still fun the next day too. Right. Cool. You wanna go eat? Was that the last question? No. There's 30 more. Those guys. <laughs> I have 17 more questions. Oh, what about uh, you? What? Oh, me 10 minutes? Yeah. I think the wedding. I thought of, I thought about the the birth of my son, but no, I'm okay. You're like, ah! <laughs> That was a long... It was great, but uh, <laughs> it was just very scary. But the wedding, I feel like... It, it was just so quick and frantic mm. um, to just sit for or like be in it for 10 more minutes um, and it was cool you you hosted and you did an impromptu per, uh, performance thank you, you for that did you like it? I did okay. it was the song came on I think Pandora or I Have It <laughs> and we just started laughing so hard <laughs> Um, or we'll look through old pictures and the, we have a few where's the three of you uh, oh. you Greg and Jeremiah mm-hmm. um, and no it was a lot of fun you you guys were there our family was there the brothers and so it was a lot of fun uh, that hasn't I mean the baby shower but that was a smaller mm-hmm. smaller group um, but that hasn't happened mm-hmm. yeah I guess I'll just get married again <laughs> hey, <laughs> gay marriage. You're like I meant remarriage, <laughs> like anniversary. No. Um, has there a movie? What's the last movie you saw where you just your fucking mind was blown? The last movie? Yeah. I'm on girls trip. <laughs> I just watched that like a couple of days ago, but uh, no, I would say Coco. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. It's really, it's really, really, really good. Like, Disney, 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 Pixar did, like, a, a good job Pixar. with that. And there was, like, so many, like, cultural components and 
like, because you know, like, sometimes, like, you watch Aladdin, and then you're like, first of all, why is the Taj Mahal in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, there's so and, many things. Yeah. And why is she exposed in the street? Like, no. Um, yeah. But, like, with this, like, I feel like they did get it right. There may be uh, some components that weren't, like, accurate, but um, that may, some people may not have liked as far as, like, the alcohol and this and that, but... Um, overall, I thought like the animation, like it was, it was like mind blowing, and it was like very educational too. Like it took you through like this is how we celebrate Dios de los Muertos. Like this is yeah. what this is. This is what the shrine is. This is what the the flowers that you have to have, and this is why we celebrate. Yeah. And I feel like it would be more. It would be nice to see other people celebrate it too, because it's like right. you're still remembering, and that's a way to keep uh, tri- not tradition, but keep like family. Um, and not forget about family. You right. know what I mean? So, like, you're the highest that you know, like, your greatest, like, grandparent that you know. And then, like, the higher you go, like, you could add more names or pictures to it. But I, I thought it was, it was a good, you need to watch it. I do want to, well, it's hard with the baby. Some people cry, but I didn't cry. You don't cry at all. I do cry. I cry. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I don't cry for I wish I'm more so colored purple, I cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, what? We're done. Thank you for doing this. I'm hangry. Let's go. I'm we'll, we'll go eat. You're ve- we're, you got to pick a vegan place. Okay. I'm not eating vegan. Me neither. Just don't. <laughs> stupid ass. Thanks, Hans. That's you. That's. Oh my gosh, that's stupid. That's you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs>